presenting, for the first time on radio, the reasonably amazing adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. These thrilling adventures come to you from Walmart. That's right, Walmart. We drop the tea from our name and pass the savings on to you. Walmart. Discount quality, now without the tea. And the Sunday Comic Weekly, the world's second greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure after the Magna Carta. The Comic Weekly, like the Magna Carta, is now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, and is distributed everywhere as part of the Hearst Sunday newspaper and Cock and Bustin' magazine. Racing high above the earth, comfortably seated in a giant aeroliner. Flash Gordon, an internationally famous athlete, orders more flambé bananas and looks admiringly through the flames across the aisle at Dale Arden, his lovely angel-faced companion on his air voyage. The minds of both of them are intent on the terrible destruction which for many months had been approaching the Earth with terrific speed in the form of a new planet hurling through space directly in the path of the Earth. Suddenly, there's a violent jar. The plane lurches into a spinning nosedive. Flash Gordon's trained muscles carry him across the aisle to steal a napkin from the flight attendant. He then grabs the frightened Dale to gather her in his arms and then leap free of the falling plane. After pulling the ripcord of his parachute, the pair glides towards Earth. I wondered if I had a parachute. Before we jumped, Flash? Uh, no. Well, a little bit. Hey, don't be frightened, Dale. The plane has crashed. We're safe. Yes, thanks to you. Yeah, and that chute I wasn't too sure about. <laughs> Hold fast, we're landing now. Careful, easy. Oh. Are you all right, Dale? Yes. What about all the other passengers? Good. Um, are you okay with me still being on top of you? Sure, certainly. Let's give this five more minutes. I mean, it was a big crash. We need to relax. Process it. Absolutely. I mean, that was quite an event. Art's racing. <laughs> you saved me. We floated down together. You didn't even have to pull that second lap parachute you got there. I don't have a second parachute, Dale. Oh, um, I thought that was a second undeployed parachute. Let's give this ten more minutes then. Yes, I think so. Oh, Flash! I was thinking the same thing. No, look, Flash, there's a large steel door. It's opening. Yeah, why, that's the laboratory of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zarkov. You know him? Of course I don't. I see, but then... Look, look at that sign, woman. This is the laboratory of the great scientist, Hans Zarkov. He seems to be watching us. Dang it! He's coming on this way. Not cool, man. Just not cool. So he's a complete pervert. And a sea blocker. Well, wait, maybe he saw the crash and wants to help us. I'll call out to him. Define help us. He has a gun. I hope you'll pardon us for breaking in on you so unceremoniously, Doctor. But you see here, we had a bailout of our doomed craft. 
Since then, she's been undulating on me here on the ground, as you do. I'm sure you understand. What about the other passengers? Good. I see you for what you are. Spies. Come to steal my secrets, but I have the answer for that. Come with me. Put that gun away, Professor Zarkov. See? Spies! How else would you know my name? Uh, It says it right there on your coat. This is the lab coat of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zarkov. The man is mad, Dale. We have to humor him. Okay. I guess I'll have to get off now. Let's do that later, Dale. He's really distracting me. All right, Professor. All right. Since we can't together, I guess we'll come with you. Too crude? Yes, and I understand it all too well. Get down this ladder, into this underground silo. Down, I tell you, down. All right, all right. There now. We are in my rocket ship, and in ten seconds we will be on our way to the new planet. We might all die. Die for science. Probably not. Could be from my driving. You never know. (laughs) I, I just have a permit. You seem oddly happy, Doctor. Yes, I I made a poop. I've been trying for days. Too crude? Yes. Oh, Flash, the Doctor is mad. This rocket ship is breaking away from the Earth with the speed of light, right into the path of the new planet. Hold tight, Dale. We'll escape somehow. (laughs) Oh, the new planet! (laughs) The new planet! We three will save the Earth! Dr. Zarkov, there's still time to swing your rocket ship out of the path of the new planet. No! No! (laughs) Zarkov, you are out of control! You've been terrorizing the entire planet with your crazy experiments and dangerous inventions. And don't even get me started on the time you tried to enslave an entire race of beings just because they were different from us. What? That hasn't happened yet. What will you gain for science if we're killed in the crash? You're like a mad scientist on steroids, and it's time for you to face the consequences of your actions. Stop helping, Dale. Zarkov, turn this ship around. They haven't taught us that. I I don't know if I can do that, Flash. I, I feel like such a failure. Like I don't even deserve a ship. That's just your guilt talking, Zarkov. You, you can't change the past, but you can make a difference in the future. All you have to do is take the first step and admit that you have a problem. We're here to help you, but you have to be willing to accept it. I know who you are, Flash Gordon the world's greatest athlete, but your trained strength will not save you. Only my mind, the mind of Zarkov, the scientist, can save you, can save any human soul upon the Earth. Here, look at these x-rays of my cranium. Look, Dale, it says this is the brain of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zarkov. Did you actually have that etched inside your head? Yes, my brain is my third favorite organ. I I kept forgetting. The turbo drive flash, he's reaching for the control. Stand aside, Dr. Zarkov. You're not making a lick of sense. <laughs> you feel it? The gravitational pull of the new planet. We crash in five seconds. <laughs> or not, you never know. 
The rocket ship hits the planet. Dr. Zarkoff and Dale are thrown from the rocket ship unconscious. Flash is thrown clear of the wreckage and lands on his feet, uninjured. He rushes to the side of the unconscious girl, picks her up, and starts to carry her toward the distant towers of a city on this weird new planet. Suddenly, strange soldiers armed with ray guns appear, and capturing Dale and Flash, force them to come with them to the throne room of Ming the Merciless, Emperor of Mongo, and Supreme Ruler of the Universe. Oh, thou indulgent Ming, most merciless majesty of Mongo, Supreme Ruler of all the people of the new planet, thy slaves salute thee. Good Mongo slaves, Ming shall want the Earth people. Thy slaves obey, O Ming, who mercilessly speaks in the third person. Bring him. Get your hands off me. I'm no slave. I'll meet your emperor as a free man and an equal. <laughs> so, Earthman, you are a free man and my equal. <laughs> Throw him to the red monkey men in the arena. I will not be forced to make this free man my equal. There is thy freedom, Earthman. Now, you go into the arena to meet the red monkey men of Mongoloid. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, Mongo. Mongo? That, that says Mongo? I, I can't read your writing. It's, it's typed. Okay, okay. Not Mongoloid. At least in the classic sense, no. No! No what? No, don't throw Flash in with the red monkey men. Okay, I won't. Hey! <laughs> I lied! <laughs> I didn't know where you were pointing. Flash, I see you've met my little friends. Little friends? These things are huge. Well, technically big bones. We, we aren't huge as such. Well, relative to him, we do seem a bit large. Uh, my preferred term is ample. <laughs> These red monkey men are trained to kill. Well, they're not trained per se. Uh, we, we dabble. It's more of a hobby, really. Don't worry, dear. Where's Ming? Oh, e Emperor Ming! I will show you that I, a free man from Earth, are more than a match for your brainless red monkey men. Flash reaches the bottom step leading to the arena. He leaps and swings at the nearest red monkey man. Then, grasping the fallen man-beast under his armpit, Flash whirls him around in a flame, knocking the others in all directions. Emperor Ming, fearing that his monkey men will all be killed and won't be available to pick up his extensive dry cleaning, commands his soldiers to destroy Flash with their ray guns. In the midst of the confusion, Princess Ara, the beautiful, Red-haired young daughter of Emperor Ming calls to Flash. Quick, brave Earthman, this way. Here, to my balcony. You do realize I'm trying to kill him now, daughter, right? Uh, right? I, I'm right here. Uh, teenagers! Flash leaps to the royal balcony and joins the gorgeously jeweled princess who commands the slaves to keep back while she takes Flash through the secret door and into the passage leading to a private elevator. The two get in and Aura closes the door and presses the switch. Who are you, beautiful maiden? I am the Princess Aura, only daughter of Ming the Merciless. Princess, I owe you my life. 
You are brave and handsome, strong and musky with notes of chestnut and lilac. You must not end so young. I have never seen anyone like you, Earthman. Where I come from, Princess, there are many men stronger and better looking. I know. I experimented in college. But tell me, Princess, where are you taking me? I am taking you to the private landing zone of my own rocket car. There you will be safe. We have arrived, Earthman. Well, that was conveniently quick. You would think someone named Flash would appreciate that. We are a high-tech world. Now, get in this rocket car. No one can harm you here. But Princess, I don't... Hurry, hurry! But Princess Aura, you sent the rocket car away without me. I'll get it back, damn it! I'm hitting the button. Some high-tech world you have here. I heard that. How am I to rescue the Earth girl, Dale Arden? That is why you are in my private rocket car, Earthman. There it goes. Oh, this is driving me insane. You will be in my private rocket car soon. Oh my god! Why won't this work? Why do you want me in the rocket car now? So Dale Arden can never be rescued by you. But Princess, I... As for you, Earthman, you shall love me or die. That's not very romantic. Meanwhile, back at the palace, Emperor Ming is talking with Dale Arden. I got these on clearance. They're one half size too large, but... Sorry, I meant to say... Meanwhile, back in the palace, Emperor Ming is shouting at Dale Arden. Your companion, Flash Gordon, has escaped! But not for long. My men will soon capture him! What are you going to do with me, Emperor Ming? You are pleasing to me, Earthwoman. You will become my wife! Never! I don't love you! The other seven didn't either, you see? We men of Mongo have no human traits, no love, no mercy, no kindness. It's kind of like Detroit. <laughs> Whether you love me or not makes no difference. You shall become my wife as soon as the ceremony can be arranged. Uh, uh, Your Majesty, uh, look into the spacecraft. Our city is being bombarded by the space gyros of the Lion Men. The Lion Men? Order the entire space fleet to attack! But, but uh, they are having lunch? What?! In the terrific battle which takes place between Emperor Ming's space fleet and the gyros of the Lion Men, I wish you could see it. With the attacking gyros being driven off, the light show alone is fabulous. The rocket ship in which Flash Gordon had been held captive is destroyed, and Flash is thrown to the ground unconscious. Sometime later... Hello? Hello? Sometime... even later... Hello? Later that night... <gasps> Hello? <sighs> Flash opens his eyes to find himself staring into the great bearded face of Fune, Prince of the Lion Men. Fune lets his great sword fall from his hand as he sees Flash Gordon's pale skin. Who art thou, pale-skinned youth? Speak! 
Answer me before I cleave thy pale body in pieces. Art thou a new kind of soldier of Ming the Merciless? I have recently become the sworn enemy of that fiend, Emperor Ming the Merciless. He has captured a girl who is from the Earth, like myself. I live only to rescue her. An Earthman, thou sayest? Yes. And an enemy of Ming the Merciless? That's right. Tell me, are you friend or enemy? Uh, technically, good sire, would an enemy announce himself as such? No, I am Thun, Prince of the Lion Men, hereditary enemies of the men of Mongo. If thou would accept me as thy friend, Earthman, I will gladly join thee against Ming the Merciless. Here's my hand on it then, Prince Thun. No, this is one of those long handshakes. Here, flip your wrist. Now we hook our thumbs. Move in. Do that three more times. Now we turn around. Eye contact. And... Jazz hands! Very good for a beginner. What is thy name, Earthman? I am called Flash Gordon upon the Earth, your highness. But here you can call me Flash Gordon. Call me Thun, friend, and I will call thee Flash Gordon. <laughs> friend Thun, do you know how we can gain admittance to the palace that we may rescue Dale Arden? Come, I will show thee a secret way into the palace. But what about the other prisoners in the palace? Good. The Emperor Ming is away pursuing my Gyro fleet. Don't you mean Gyro fleet? Uh, yes, sorry, I'm just really hungry. I spy a friend in thee. We may be able to rescue the Earth Girl before Ming returns. Listen, speaking of lunch... I wasn't speaking of... Ming's Return is one of the finest restaurants on Mongo. Perhaps we can enjoy a repast of traditional Mongo food prepared at Ming Returns without an obvious form of hygiene. Good fellow, there you must try the Chard Blanc when we get to Ming's Return. I don't think we have time for a sit-down restaurant, uh, Honored Thun. Dale really needs my... Uh... We can't do anything on an empty stomach. You must respect the customs of the Lion Men of Mongo. You'll even find the waiters there dressed in the traditional Mongo folkloric way. Stained aprons. Listen, um, we need to help Dale and we need to... Uh... Flash! You can't miss out on the traditional Shard Blanc table wine of Mongo, which can also be used to poison wasps. Hark! And listen well to our traditions, fair sir. Whatever wines thy sample on Mongo, it is not only polite, but compulsory to purchase several bottles. If thou attempts to leave without doing so, you may find thyself fermenting along with the wine. <laughs> That's how Chard Blanc is made. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> At the rocket ship crash site, Dr. Hans Zorkov, his hair aflame, stares from the wreckage. As I was saying, this switch, when activated, will create a shield around the ship, preventing us from any damage. Wait, wait. Where, where have you gone? Who? Who's frying baloney? <laughs> We've crashed! My hair is on fire, and Flash and Dale have gone, and my hair, it's still on fire. Welcome to Mongo. 
I salute you with the traditional greeting of Mongo. Come with an open wallet. Stay with an open wound. Leave with no more than three liters of duty-free spirits. I am... Wait, let me check my x-rays. I am Dr. Hans Zarkov of Earth. Dr. Zarkov, you have crashed your rocket ship close to my forest temple. It could have been damaged by your carelessness. My glittery temple is considered a little ostentatious by some of the more traditional religious thinkers of Mongo. They question the spiritual integrity of a shrine boasting its own mirror ball. But no matter. What are you doing in my arboreal lands? Help! I must save parts of my rocket ship and then, eventually, put out my hair. You, the redhead. I'm talking to you, ginger boy. Stop jumping around. You are my prisoner. You don't understand. I am here to save all of you. You seem insane. Very well. I will hear you out. But first, we must attend to your hair. It's still on fire, you know. Thank you. Yes, I have been aware of that for some time now. Well, what should I call you? You must call me what all those in Mongo call me. I am His Royal Highness, Prince Baron Octavius Valerius Magnus Gaius Lucius Claudius Brutus Augustus, Lord and Ruler of the Arboreal Lands, Protector of the Sacred Forest, Keeper of the Celestial Orbs, Guardian of the Elvis Races, Defender of the Dragon Realms, Master of the Mighty Eagles, High Priest of the Moon Goddess, and Supreme Commander of the Royal Army of Mongo. I shall call you Prince Baron. That's fine. Now, about the hair. Do you have any water, pressurized or otherwise? Extinguish him and take him to my arena. I think we've found our next prisoner. Ha <laughs> There's no one else with you. And? Flash Gordon and his powerful newfound friend Prince Thune go first to the space gyro, and there Thune gazes intently into the thought projector, in which he not only sees Dale Arden captive, but they also have revealed to him a secret way leading into the throne room of the palace. Flash pushes Thune aside. Let me look through this thought projector. Uh, Flash? Yes? Was that you in college? Yes. His name was Gary. The secret passage is known as the Tunnel of Terror because of the deadly beast which lie within its gloomy walls. It's closed for cleaning on Thursdays, but without a calendar handy, Prince Thune and Flash were forced to take their chances. It was apparently a Wednesday. 
Fighting each step of the way, Flash and his new friend, Prince Thun, finally find themselves within the palace. A door with great steel bolts stands before them. Quick, Thun! This door must lead directly to the center of the palace. Oh, my. Wow! Feel that in my teeth! Hold on. That should be better. Give that a try. Oh, we can do better than that. Give me a second. There. Give it a go. Oh, please. You will not best me, you devil named Oxidation. Flash, we must get going. Is that really necessary? This isn't the last you'll see of the likes of me, door. Mark my words. Mark my words! From my memory of the palace and this map I got from the gift shop, I should say that beyond this door is the great throne room of the Emperor Ming. Alright then, here we go. Seriously, man, let it go. Is the concept of preventative maintenance lost on these heathens? Ah, there! You're right, Thun. This is the throne room. Yes, this great statue before us is the God of Death, which stands at the top of the altar steps, directly behind the throne of the Emperor. The God of Death? That's pretty dramatic. I mean, does he have a name? Brad! Brad? Yes, Brad. Really? Brad. Brad the God of Death. Listen. Boom. What's that? by the great god Paul. It is a royal wedding procession. Ming the Merciless is taking another bride. Paul? Long live Ming the Merciless. Long live Ming the Merciless. There is a shocking lack of creativity in the naming of deities around here. Look, he's coming up the altar steps though. I'm gonna look around the idol. To look around the idol means death. Not just any type of death. Brad death. One of the worst. Thou must not. Come back. Come back, Flash. Boom! Save yourself. I'm going to rescue my Earth friend, Dale Arden. She's being forced into a marriage with Ming the Merciless. Prince Thune of the Lion Men does not save himself at the expense of his friends. If thou must die, I will die by my own hand. Stop it. Put that sword away! Rad damn it. Dale! This way, Dale! We are in luck. According to this schedule, Brad is cleaned on Wednesdays. After them! This way, Dale! Down this passage, Earthling, and as fast as thou canst run, quick you! They're swarming after us down this tunnel, quick! Help me close this massive iron door! See? Well, just needed a few minutes to soak in. We meet again, Dor, and I have bested thee. <laughs> With a grinding crash, the giant iron door closes on the unrushing soldiers of Ming the Merciless, killing those in front and making indignant the whole company behind him. Flash Gordon and Prince Thun, with Dale between them, dash into the secret passage beneath the idol. The way becomes steeper. They slip and fall down, down, a hundred feet or more into a whirling underground river of mongo sewage. They're swept along down a raging current and over a falls into a lake. With the powerful strokes of a champion swimmer, Flash sets out for the shore, towing Dale by the hair. 
Why the hair, Flash? I swear, next time I'll just yell, Hey, Flash, I'm already in pain. Mind giving my locks a good tug while you go play hairstylist in the water? They reach the shore, and as Flash reaches down to drag a balding Dale to safety, she disappears beneath the calm surface of the lake, clutched in two powerful, green, scaly arms. With no thought of his own safety, Flash Gordon dives to Dale's rescue and is captured by the laxative, addicted Sharkmen. Princess Aura appears riding the Adderall Troutmen and rescues Flash and not Dale. Annoyed, Flash tries to free Dale again, but Thune's father, searching for Thune, captures Princess Aura and Flash. Aura, refusing to be captive, throws herself off a nearby cliff. And Flash finds an adventure stranger than any which has gone before. Follow the reasonably amazing adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden each Sunday in your Her Sunday newspaper. You will find them graphically portrayed in full-color pictures in the Comic Weekly. Only in the Comic Weekly can you follow the escapades of the Katzenjammer kids, those perennial rascals, all thrilled to the adventures of King of the Royal Mounted. Only in the Comic Weekly can you enjoy the good, clean fun of bringing up father and his social climbing wife, Jugs. And and Tilly the Toilet Slave, Wacky Araki, the Little Kingpin, along with your old friend Skippy the Paroli and all his little pals. They are all waiting for you in the Comic Weekly, along with Ace Drummond, Demon Aviator, Johnny Goes Round the World in Sweden, and many, many others. Be sure you get this big 32-page all-color Comic Weekly supplement with your copy of the next Sunday Hearst newspapers. And don't fail to listen again next week to the continuation of the reasonably amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden.